Hey, welcome to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am your host, as always, Cody Owen, hanging out with your wonderful co-host, Robert Chapa. And today we are going to be talking about having a successful landscaping website. So that is what we are going to be chopping it up about today. Robert, thanks for being here, dude. Cody, thanks for having me. Guys, thanks for listening. To just start this podcast off, we're going to hit it with a very, you know, I guess you can answer this question for yourself, but how important is having a website for your business? First, Cody, I want to start off. If you're listening to this and you have a lawn care business, you probably have a website because you're technically inclined. You like podcasts. You know why it's important. People got to find you. You cannot just, I don't even know how to run a business without a website. (laughs) Yeah. So I have known a few guys, like I think the notable exception here is like Naylor Taliaferro, lawn care rookie, clean cut, doesn't have a website, just a Facebook page. He started the business. He has grown it to exactly where he wants to be, dominating just a few neighborhoods. And he basically gets all of his customers either from them seeing him in the neighborhood or them seeing him in the Facebook groups. So he just never had a reason to create a website. Now I think that that is the, like the wild outlier that, that proves the rule because I think you should have a website. Number one, it's a platform you control, right? Regardless of what social media platform is dominant, your website will continue to exist. You know, at any point, you know, tomorrow Mark Zuckerberg could come out and announce something absolutely insane and just tank the usage of Facebook. In the same way we're seeing like right now with what's happening with Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter, obviously like Meta is different because it's publicly traded and he would probably get sued if he did half of the stuff that Elon Musk gets up to. But that being said, like that platform can change, can cease to exist at any point. And then your Instagram account you've built to, you know, several hundred followers, your Facebook page could be gone at any point. You could be, we had one of our clients get his Facebook page stolen and then he lost all of it, right? It's way less likely for your website to get stolen than to have your Facebook account stolen because people are scraping and trying to take Facebook accounts all the time. Whereas your website is, you know, a little less, it's a little less usable for them. That's a great point, Cody, because once you... Let's say something happens with Facebook. You might do something that's not wrong at all. Like again, you could get your page stolen, and getting that page back is is almost impossible. Like we weren't. Yeah, it's it's impossible at some point. So keep that in mind, guys. Yeah, and yes. especially depending on what purposes it was stolen for, that makes it. Uh, you know, Facebook has certain rules that if they're broken, it's just like no, it doesn't matter that it wasn't you. Like whatever, they'll just take it. So it's important to have that because you you want to have a platform that you control so that as you you move through all of those platforms you don't control, you have one that you're consistently pointing back to that's yours. It's an investment you're making over time. You're making the website better and all of your social traffic is pointed back to there. The other thing, wherever you are running digital ads, you want to be able to point them to as quickly as possible, a platform that you control the experience entirely. You want to get people on the website so that you can see who's not converting. You're not relying on Facebook telling you the truth. You know how many people hit the website, how many people filled out the form. So as soon as you can get them off of the platform you don't control onto one that you do, that's really positive for you to measure You know how good a squeeze page converts, all of that. 
and it's a, an environment that you control totally. So that is a perfect place to get, you know, about to be leads to hit rather than having them still in the distraction zone of social media. And the point to having a website, Cody, is also we need to make sure that it's mobile friendly. That's number one. Talk yeah, friendly. so I said this. Yeah, desktop friendly as a second. Like, honestly, if you're trying to do something and you're, you know, kind of DIYing it and it looks kind of janky on desktop, but it looks correct on mobile, I'm kind of fine with that. Um, 60 to 70% of your traffic, and I called this out in our video this week, is going to be mobile traffic, right? Especially if you're running digital ads. People are scrolling Instagram while they're waiting in line at Starbucks. They're on Facebook arguing with their uncle when they're not watching their kid play soccer. You know, whatever it is, they're probably on their phone browsing. And so that's where people are going to come from your ad, especially like quick Google search. You know, you remember like, oh, I need to hire a lawn guy. Mm -hmm. I keep forgetting to do it. The grass is starting to grow. And they pull out their phone and they just Google search and they find a result there. So wherever you're running ads, they're probably going to come in from mobile to your website. So we want to make sure that it works on mobile. And Cody, having a website can like starting it, if you're trying from scratch, it can be kind of overwhelming. So yeah. if we're just, I mean, really you only need bare bones. So what bare bones do we need, Cody, to get started, to actually make sure that our website is selling for us and that we can get customers to stick? Yeah. So we do have a, like a couple of key pages that we think that you should build out as kind of the first thing you do on your website. But that is also, this is a key place for us to bring in that our podcast is sponsored for the first time ever. We have accepted a sponsorship from Ezra McCarthy with Green Frog Web Design. Are you ready to have a website that is effective, reliable, and at a reasonable price? With a website from Green Frog Web Design, they offer free unlimited updates, free website hosting, a free domain name, free Google My Business optimization and monthly updates included. And this will give you a website that's one to five pages all for one monthly price of $245. No lump sum upfront payment required. Green Frog guarantees that your website will be live in three weeks from their projected start date or it is free for a year. So we want to give a shout out to Ezra and the guys over at Green Frog for noticing the show, caring about it and caring about the audience enough uh, to sponsor us. So Ezra, thank you so much. And let's get back to the show. So we're talking about those key pages on your website. We've got four of them here. We talked about it pretty extensively in the YouTube video. So it is your homepage, your about us page, your services page, and your contact us page. And for a deeper dive into the content of each of those pages, uh, watch our YouTube video this week. But I think the, the biggest thing here that we could talk about a little more deeply is that you want to have obvious calls to action on each of those pages. Yeah, Cody, when, when somebody jumps on your homepage or they saw your Facebook ad, like you should have a big, maybe orange button. Okay, get a quote now. They click it. The quote pops up. It's a simple quote. We've talked about this many times before. Name, address, email maybe phone number in there, just so that we can make sure to follow up with them. You've got to get the information to follow up. Do not ask them what exactly they need. Don't have them fill out multiple questions because they're going to bounce out. So give them that CTA up top, but also have it in 
like on the homepage, have it in multiple spots. So if they scroll to read, then they see CTA in the middle and you can have, just switch it up, get a quote now. Hey, fix my lawn now, whatever you want to put in there, just have it multiple spots. So you get multiple touches. Yeah. You want to have at any point that they're at on the page, you want them to know what the next piece of action they should take is. And so when you scroll your homepage, make sure that at any point that you stop, there should be visible a CTA button prompting them to request a quote. And what I would recommend is, unless it is a service specific page, if you've built out pages for all of your core services, that's fantastic. Have those quote pages or those pages have a quote button that is specific to that service so that um, you're not assuming that they want maintenance if they want weed and furt. But otherwise on your homepage, you just need to assume either that they're requesting your core service, you know, if that's maintenance or it's treatments, whatever it is. And then in the initial contact with them, you're going to find out what they need. The reason that we suggest this is what the guys at like digital marketer HQ would call funnel greasing, which is, you know, maybe a gross way to imagine your customers sliding down a greasy funnel toward uh, being customers. But what you want to do is remove friction at every stage of the process. You want it to be a tiny piece of action that they can take to signal that they're ready to do business with you. Now, what I will say is that there's two, two sides of reducing friction here. There is either the side of like, we're going to have to talk to them on the phone uh, or we're going to have to talk to them via email. So let's minimize what it takes to get to that point where we're going to have that conversation. There is also what is facilitated by like simple estimate with, uh, with simple growth where we're reducing the friction where like they don't even have to interact with a person to sign up, right? They can get their quote, they color in their lawn, they get their pricing and quote for the services they're interested in immediately. And that is fantastic. And there's not a lot of friction there because you're going to know going into it, like I'm going to get my pricing. I can sign up right now. I can give my credit card and I never have to talk on the phone with someone. So depending on your ideal customer, right? If you've worked on that ideal customer avatar, you will know like, Hey, maybe all my customers are 55 plus 60 plus and a, a quote process that involves like coloring in a map and not interacting with a person might be like crazy for them. So we don't want to do that. We want to just have the least friction we can have to get them on the phone. But if you are going after a like, suburban young professional audience, then it might be better. Like I, I talked to, oh, I was talking to our friend Ken Donahue and, and his wife, Jen on the phone. And we were talking about like just the, the difference in generations with that kind of thing where they were both like, you know, I would absolutely, I'd want to talk to somebody on the phone to make this decision, like have some personal contact with them. And I was like, man, I, if there's an option in a service to not have to interact with someone, especially over the phone, I'm taking it. Uh, and I know like I have a good friend who he picked his dentist, not based on reviews, not based on like a referral from a friend or like quality of service. It was because uh, an appointment could be scheduled on their website without picking up the phone. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right, Cody, to be honest. I mean, most people, especially like thirties and below, well, people that well, people in the, that will have houses like in their early thirties, late twenties, uh, they rather not get on the phone in most cases. 
It's just easier to be like, I want to get this done at 11.30 p.m. and now it's done. Yeah, yeah. And from there, Cody, okay, now that we have like, we got the CTAs on our website, we also want to have like good looking photos of our work on our website. And I mean, I see this every day, Cody. We haven't talked about this really, but you know, I post for, I post for a lot of our clients on Facebook and Instagram and I mm-hmm. handle their organic content. And there are some instances where I run out of organic content uh, for these clients. And so I'm having to like, okay, spruce up a stock photo, but like make it look a lot better than just a stock photo. But even in those scenarios, I noticed that even if this organic photo isn't that great, it's like out. I mean, it's a, it performs so much better than that stock photo. Yeah. Like no matter what, almost nine times out of 10. Well, yeah. Part of that is that the social media platforms are going to know that it's a stock photo. True. That's true. Uh, so they're not going to push a stock photo as far as they're going to push original content in the same way that like, if you have too much text in your image, Facebook won't push it as hard because they want things that look more like photos and are more visually interesting than just trying to circumvent uh, writing a post. So you want to really think about how can you get something organic in here? And that alt text is really important. Always make sure that you're filling in the alt text on the photo with like the service that's being performed or the service that was performed to get that result. If it's a finished product that doesn't just help people who are, you know, visually impaired to navigate your website a little bit better, especially if you're, you know, ideal customer avatar is older. You might want to make sure you've got that. They might have the voice to text thing, helping them navigate your website. But also that is another opportunity for keywords to live on your website. You're telling Google, this photo is of X, Y, Z. And that's going to help Google know what's on your website and that it's connected to the copy that you've got on the page. Um, so the big thing I would make sure that you do aside from organic photos is make sure you got a picture of your branded truck. You spent money on that. Yeah. Make sure people see it. Um, that's, that's an opportunity to connect with them when they see your truck in their neighborhood after they've seen it on the website or they've seen it in their neighborhood a bunch of times. And now they see it on the website. It's going to solidify that link in their mind between your digital ads or whatever, and then the physical world. So that's really powerful. And then make sure you've got some photos of employees doing work in their uniforms. That's super valuable stuff to have. And then photos of the services, some houses in your area, you know, kind of figure out a way to mix things in on the different, you've got four pages we're telling you, you should make here, mix in those photos, have some photos of the team on the about us page, throw a, you know, a before and after photo on each of your services pages, all of that sort of thing to make sure that people really see what it is you provide and people looking at photos or even better videos is going to help your bounce rate. It's going to help people have a better experience on the website. So they hang out for longer. And that kind of transitions us to the next thing here, which is talking about the intro video. So the intro video is we actually have a script that you can steal, throw your name and some of your core pieces of information into and just record that and use it. If you, uh, if you need some help with that, but we really recommend you have a welcome video on your website with the owner. This helps your bounce rate as well. If someone hangs out for even 20 seconds watching a video, that looks really good to Google. If they searched lawn care in my area, hit your website, watch 20 seconds of a video, and then closed it and went back, that's going to look better than if they hit your website, see a photo, and then immediately go back to Google. So 
that is a really valuable piece you can add. I talk about that a little bit more in our YouTube video. So maybe jump over there if you want a little bit more detail on that. And Cody, I know we talked about SEO last week. So let's touch on SEO again. And for those people who didn't listen last week, this is search engine optimization. This is keywords that will help you ranking. But a lot of people had this idea where we need to stuff it with with keywords, Cody, where we're just typing landscaping, landscaping in this area, landscaping Let's in this area. Let's make the font one point and just put it all at the bottom. And like you used to be able to actually win doing that. Um, you can't anymore. So please don't because Google will punish you for doing that. But yeah, you want to make sure that you're thinking about local SEO, not just service keywords. So you want to make sure that you're combining lawn care in your area, landscape design and install in, you know, putting the name of your area there so that you're getting that like very localized SEO versus if your website just like kind of says your service area and then elsewhere it says that you do lawn care, it's harder for the search engines to connect those dots. The, the more work you do for the robots that are scraping your website, the more work they can do for you. So help them connect those dots. Make sure that you're targeting local keywords and phrases, not uh, just generic ones. And then your service area is kind of spelled out on your website. From SEO. And I think this also ties into SEO too, Cody, because with reviews, when people leave reviews and you have reviews on your website, a lot of times they're using local language. They'll say, hey, you know, I... They're not going to say exactly the street they live on, but they're going to mention their area. This is the best person in whatever city I'm in, best lawn care provider. And having those reviews, not only is it going to bump you up on SEO, I mean, think about when, I mean, you mentioned this too in the video, Cody, but if you, let's say you go on Amazon to buy something, what's the chance of you buying something with one review or zero reviews is, is pretty low. Okay. You're going yeah. for whatever you want to see at least like two digits. I mean, three digits is is great. I, I stole that example from this episode's sponsor, uh-huh. uh, Green Frog Web Design. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, having those reviews is, it's again, just saying, thinking, okay, these people in my area, from the customer perspective, these people in my area trust this lawn care company. They, I even see reviews, which I love seeing the reviews where this is the best in my area. Like, you know, this, mm-hmm. I can, I can't find a contractor that's ever here on time. This person is always here on time. I mean, that speaks so yeah. loud. And again, we talk about automating all the time, or even if you're not going to automate this, which we recommend doing, but always ask for the review, make that just part yes. of the process. Yeah. So getting a bunch of reviews is going to mean that you can feature some great reviews on your website. But what I want you to do is put your marketing hat on and read the reviews, not just for this one made me feel the best, but which one has the punchiest language? Who's the best marketing writer in your customer base who wrote you some great sales copy? And then pull those, pull the ones that have the punchiest, most emotional language, stuff that leans on your pain points. And here's the thing, if you're telling people, these are the things I'm gonna solve, those are the things they're gonna remember to call out in the review. So if you've got good marketing copy on the way in, then when they go to write a review, they're going to accidentally regurgitate your marketing copy. So look for the reviews that that say the best things about you in the way that you want them said. 
and, and feature those on the website. There's a bunch of plugins to do this, whatever website builder you use. There's going to be something you can use to put in like three reviews across the page. They'll end up vertical on mobile, but make sure that you're using that because that social proof is really valuable. And once you cross the three digit threshold on Google reviews, I would really see if there's a way that that plugin will feature how many reviews you have, like maybe your overall score, like it shows on Google maps so that people go, wow, this like local lawn care company has a lot of reviews. They must do great work. Because no one thinks like, oh, they have a really aggressive program for soliciting reviews. No one thinks that. They think like, dang, these guys do such a good job that people like out of the goodness of their heart go and write five-star reviews for them. So it getting that social proof is really, really valuable to the business. And make sure that you're not just getting the benefit from that on Google Maps when someone sees you. Because like one of the good benefits of soliciting all those reviews is that you'll rank higher on Google Maps. You'll end up in that like top tier in your area, the map pack. But like, so make sure you're using it on your website too, because it can have value to you there once they click over to remind them like, hey, you already saw this, you know, because you came in through Google. But, uh, you know, just remember, we're pretty great. Cody, this is something I, I probably never mentioned to anybody, but I will, whenever I write a review on Amazon, I try to like punch it up or whatever I'm writing on to get the highest review. <laughs> <laughs> So people do I that. Did not, yeah, I like all of the like, you know, there used to be an Amazon product like once a month would go kind of viral with crazy reviews on it. I remember like a banana slicer that people were reviewing as like it changed my life um, or the like sugar-free gummy bears that would oh, yeah. um, people would eat too many. If you eat it too much of a sugar-free candy, you have some uh, some problems. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk Real quickly, as we close out here, talk about some quick steps that owners can take to optimize their website right now for fast results. I think the big thing here, um, and I'm going to let you kind of spell it out, but I think that the, the big thing is focus on what's above the fold, right? When someone hits your website without scrolling, what can they see? And Robert, I'd, I'd like you to tell us what they should see. Well, right up top, and Cody, I, like I, I want to use a client that we that we work with. I know, he, yeah. I know he wouldn't mind this. He might listen to this too, but Blake at Whiptail Lawn Care, he's out in Bastrop, Texas. Dude, I love the way his top of the fold, well, he has your, you know, CTA button. He has a big headline. He has a big sub headline. I was just looking at this website 30 minutes ago. He has your like four pages up top that you can hit right away. And and another thing I like that he does, Cody, is he has a video in the background, dude. Yes, that looks freaking sweet, and it's and it's yeah. swapping between different services. I mean, you can't beat that, and it's it makes you stick. No matter what, even if I'm not even looking for, I mean, I don't even live in Bastrop, and when I hit this website, I I stick on this website for a little bit just to see what he's doing in the background. That's helpful. Well, and it's like. It's, this is a really good way to see the power of um, organic photography. Like I can tell this yes. is Bastrop. My dad lives South of Houston and like, this looks like the area South of Houston. Like these look like the trees that exist in my dad's area. So it's like very obvious that this is local content. This is actually Blake out recording stuff, dude, his website and the systems that he has built are so, we need to get him on the podcast. I told you, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll get him on to walk us through his like onboarding pipeline. I'm sure that he would be more than happy to do that. Oh, yes. He um, because it's just, yeah, as we were talking, it was like, oh, we are like so aligned on the amount of automation that he has integrated into the business. I'm getting distracted by the video still playing on I'm, my browser. I'm telling you, man, that I think about Cody when I think of above the fold, like just killer. I mean, it looks so good. And you don't yeah. see that. I, I rarely see that video playing in the background on any lawn care website. Yeah. And that's something that I you went guys through. Yeah. It's, yeah, you can definitely do this. It's not hard. Most website builders have a functionality to let you do that now. Even like the really simple ones, like we use Squarespace to host our website because we don't need a like crazy complicated website. But even there, you can do video stuff in the background of your header or wherever on the page. Guys, I want to thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you are watching this on YouTube, make sure to give us a like, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're listening in a podcast app, please leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people find out about the show. We would really appreciate it if you've gotten some value out of the show. If you just give us that little tip back, it doesn't cost you anything except a couple moments of your time. All right. And we also want to give one final shout out to... Ezra with Green Frog Web Design to thank him for sponsoring the podcast. And we will see you next week. And grow your business at light speed.